0: He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with
1: Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I am Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend, Every episode, no matter how random, no matter how long I have or have not known them, they are coming on the podcast. Uh, If you want to check out previous episodes, you can go to awkwardwithevan.com. Check it out on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts now, I guess. Google Play Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Also, please, if you like what I do, give a five-star review on iTunes. It's a huge help. Share the episode, uh, let people know what is going down. Uh, we are also at Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter. Now, being a public figure, uh, you get to be friends with other public figures. And those other public figures sometimes become more known. And uh, as luck would have it, I was already Facebook friends with my guest uh, when she blew up. Who I'm talking about is singer songwriter Joy Villa. Now, what happened was about three months ago, she showed up to the Grammys, her third year in a row at the Grammys, walking the red carpet, always sporting a dress that catches eyes. And I guess last February, she caught a lot of eyes because she wore a very red, white and blue, very Donald Trump, very Make America Great Again dress. And uh, it was probably the biggest headline to come out of the Grammys. Um, Pop culture was talking about her. You Google news, she comes up. It turns out. She's also her album, I Make the Static, went to like number one or two on iTunes and Amazon and it was top 10 on the Billboard. And this is an album that was out like three years ago and then all of a sudden it just came out of nowhere. And uh, she she definitely uh, changed the dialogue. She made the rounds on a lot of the shows, uh, the new shows that you're probably familiar with. And uh, she came out. She's a She's a hardcore Trump supporter. And, uh, you know, I, I commend her for a uh, voice in her opinion and her beliefs. And, uh, I was lucky enough to, to track her down and we had about, I was planning to have more time with her, but we worked it out to where we pretty much crammed an hour worth of podcast into about half an hour. And we covered a lot of stuff. I wanted to get to a lot of stuff with her. Obviously I want to talk about the experience of, you know, blowing up just like that and being like, you know. You're almost like an overnight sensation in a way, just in terms of how much traction she got online um you know the random hate she'll she'll pull in at because she's so big, and then I also got into just. You know, just silly things like, you know, what does she think of the other dress, meaning the dress from 2015? Was it white and gold? Was it black and blue? So I answer, I answer, you know, I get into silly stuff like that. I also want to find out her musical interests and, you know, what that I Make the Static album was all about because people were buying it. It made the equivalent of like $46,000 in sales for one week. Like that's how much... She blew up. That's like unheard of for artists these days, especially with iTunes around. Um, I did want to get into also – touched on some of her uh, her vegan lifestyle. She's also a personal trainer. She also did a social experiment where she walked around New York City for 10 hours wearing a Trump outfit, not dressed as Trump but like wearing pro-Trump clothing. So she kind of documented that and uh, for the first time ever, I got into Scientology with her because she is a Scientologist and uh, she's been a Scientologist about six years, I think. I've actually been a Scientologist for about 11 years. So it's kind of nice for me just from one Scientologist to another just to talk to her and get like her viewpoint of it and how it should be looked at and just some of her successes uh, from doing Scientology. So that's the first ever for Socially Awkward and – uh yeah, I'm just going to share joy with you guys. Hashtag joy to the world. Hashtag make podcasting great again. This is my talk with Joy Villa. Hey guys, this is Socially offered with Evan Wexell. I am in person with my current Facebook friend uh, of the podcast. I prepared a Ric Flair caliber introduction for her. She's the chart topper. Frequent flyer, headline grabber, mm. narrative changer, mm. singer-songwriter, mm. Joy to the World, <laughs> Maga Monroe, Woo! Joy Villa. That's welcome, me. Welcome to socially awkward. Woo! Yay! Thank you,
0: thank you, Evan.
1: This, this is cool. How it's we're coming up on three months. Yeah. Since uh, you tried out a new piece of clothing, that's right. Um, how has your schedule changed since wearing that clothing?
0: Oh my gosh! Well, you know it's you know we've been trying to get together and do this interview for like a month already. Um, it's uh, there's so much happening. It's crazy. Like there's so much going on in my world. Um, I'm flying to New York on Tuesday to do an hour-long segment to be a co-host, special guest co-host on Fox News. I mean, that just came up, like, in the last couple days. They're like, yeah, we'll fly you out, put you in a hotel, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be amazing. And then after that, I'm going to be in Florida. And then I'm going to be going to the White House to perform on the lawn. Okay. Progress. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm going to be on the lawn. Okay. And I'll be performing with Reverend Terry Lee in the Thousand Person Choir for May 20th for the National uh, White House Day of Prayer. And we're going to be praying for the leaders. And just just going to be like non-denominational awesome. I'm going to be singing. I'm going to be speaking. It's going to be really incredible. And there's a bunch of other stuff on my calendar that, as you know, it gets closer to that date I announced to all my social media. It's
1: good. It's cool to see you on social media. And, you know, you get all
0: those extra eyeballs now, mm-hmm. which is awesome. and
1: I think you know you've made it when you get just random people not liking
0: you I think that's a good sign totally the trolls just show you okay wow you paid attention you came to my page thank you Yeah,
1: (laughs) but it's cool like you have like I saw you making the rounds like you're going on like Fox and Friends, Neil Cavuto, Alex Jones, Tommy mm-hmm. Laren. Was have you had like a favorite? Have you had like instant chemistry with one of those people? Is it
0: Alex f- Jones was really incredible. He's the yeah. one who dubbed me Maga Monroe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> bring that in. Yeah, hashtag, and uh, his followers are just so cool. And I'm a hardcore fan of his. And the whole infowars thing. And um, yeah, that was really great. Everyone's been amazing, and Fox and Friends have just been great. They keep having me come back. I mean, it's cool. You kind of
1: like you 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 kind of sh- you change the timeline mm. of like how the world was supposed to go, mm-hmm. and you really just kind of like, no, I'm going to be the exact opposite. Of every stereotype, uh,
0: <laughs> exactly
1: category supposed to be. You can't pigeonhole
0: me. You know no. that's the whole point. As a Trump supporter, as a vegan, as you know all the things that I am. It's like it doesn't matter. These are just labels. Just take me at face value as a human being. That's well, what. That's the only thing that we should be looking when we look at people. It's like how do they treat others? How are they treating me? You know, kindness. It's just.
1: Yeah, I mean, how was it? I don't even know what even to. Uh, I'm just good. Good job, Joy. <laughs> good job. Keep going. Oh, I do want to ask you though. Where is the dress right now? Where is that dress? Is it is is it in Los Angeles?
0: It is not in Los Angeles. Okay, it's locked in a. It's safe. locked away in the garden. Yeah. Well, we want to. Me and the designer Andre Soriano. I mean, right, right. He he's from San Diego, and he wants to put it. He and I both want to put it in like the Smithsonian. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't even say it. Smithsonian. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or some sort of museum you know to just really honor the president something really cool like that now
1: speaking of dresses then i have to ask you about the dress from 2015 was that oh, yes. dress white and
0: gold or black and blue <laughs> <laughs> oh, not one that I wore. No, this is the other dress. Oh my goodness. That Do you was remember that dress? I remember that mind twister. I actually bought a copy of that dress. Isn't that crazy? I have a funny story. That about could be that. next year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Was, you know, it's a little like oh past, you know. One hashtag. side is white and gold and the other side is Old black
1: and Old news. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean basically I saw it as when I first saw it, I saw it I think as black and blue. And then I looked at it again and it was white and yellow white and gold it was like my my eyes changed i was like what and then every each time when someone told me the opposite i thought they were crazy it was really a weird phenomenon but my husband is a photographer he bought a copy of that dress to photograph and show like why it was doing funky stuff to the mind and it's all in the you know in color you know correction and lighting and all that stuff it's like you've got
1: to blur your eyes it's like mall rats you have to see how it actually works out I don't know. I mean I have I have silly like dress suggestions for you for next year. Please I mean, I, tell I me could have just maybe a a dress of you, which is like a picture of you wearing last year's dress on it, so it's like a dress within a dress. Oh, time warp. Like ooh. I mean I could also have you just have like it is more of a Trump joke, like you could just have like a furry, like Trump hair dress. Oh my god. it's just like his hair, it's like a nice oh little my god. blonde, like furry <laughs> insulation contraption.
0: Totally. But, now, uh, I think uh, people might think I'm a trible though. Yeah. You know, I th- what if I had a dress of my face like but tiny. So you think it's like <laughs> polka dots and then when you zoom in you're like that's her face. That's pretty cool. Hey, it- making a weird
1: expression. I I have no problem with that. I mean, you can't do any wrong. <laughs> have you even given thought?
0: Like, do you think that far ahead? Like I totally I don't. Gonna, yeah. Listen, this last year's right, which was this year's dress, February. Right. So yeah. this year's, right. we start planning. Um, I start, you know, getting in in communication with my designer. We're always in communication. We're friends, you know, about the dress that so we start kind of zeroing in about December. Because he has to make it by hand and fit it to my body. And the, yeah. and we had a totally different concept. It was going to be, like, fiery and orange and, like, <laughs> flames. and Because I, I dropped a remix album, so it was yeah. going to be, like, representing kind of this club fire thing. And then basically two weeks before the Grammys, we changed it up. Yeah. And he created that dress. I was like overseas and he created it to my measurements. And when I came to try it on, it absolutely fit perfectly. So
1: you were like, Andre, do your thing. And I was like, came just do it. That.
0: Yeah. He told me what he was going to do. Oh, okay. Obviously. <laughs> I was like,
1: I mean, I was like, he had to get my like permission. This is just a Geico dress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, so he told me and I was like, that's a genius idea. I mean, that's going to be a really great impact. So of course, like we, we always plan it together And he came up with that concept, which was just beautiful and
1: obviously took off. When something hits like that and you're getting, like, all that inflow. I mean, my wife was saying that, like, some of you were, like, afraid to check your phone or, like... (laughs) <laughs> you were looking for people like, you look at my stuff. This is too I've had oh my God. the closest I got to that was when my kid went viral for his like wrestling theme knowledge.
0: Oh wow And like all the YouTube
1: comments and liking all like flooded. It's in. bizarre, isn't Flo- it? Yeah, it's like you
0: just feel everything vibrate around you. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's totally I mean, I've been recognized at my gym. You That's know, cool. I've been recognized walking down the street. So for a while, right after the Grammys, it was like, Oh shoot, are people gonna just like mob me (laughs) or like what is it gonna be you know and people were like get a security guard you're getting death threats on Twitter you're Mm. getting I'm like whatever death threats on Twitter As usual under you know (laughs) Baby face five oh two with bet you, a cat picture. I bet baby you, face cat you know, baby face five oh two with a cat picture is sending me death threats. It's like, I'm not
1: exactly scared. I've had YouTube comments where it's like, I wanna punch that kid. I'm like, Great, great to punch year olds me can try me. it. <laughs> oh
0: for your kid. No, my
1: kid will oh. see you in the octagon. Okay. Yeah. Um so should... then you get all that and yeah, how do you I don't even know where was I gonna go. I have so many, so many notes that I like. I want to talk to you about. It's I like, love this it. is my my joy. Yes. Backtracking, so you're getting all this stuff in. And I guess, but you're doing something cool because you're always like, "What's next?"
0: Yes. So yes, keep so it moving. You just did like the social experiment. That's right. And are you from New York or are you from LA? I'm actually. It's a funny story because I say I'm from both places. Right. Me too. Um, y- you too. Yeah. From yeah. New York. I'm from
1: New York. I'm you're a New Yorker, New York. but
0: oh, that's figure, awesome. Obviously. I mean, I'm a New Yorker, but I was born and raised in in California. That okay. makes sense. But both places. So I was born in Orange County, and then we moved to Napa Valley, and then we moved to Santa Barbara, and then I moved to New York. We moved to we would visit New York back and forth because yeah. my mom had family in Buffalo, upstate. So we'd go through the city all the time, and I really felt an affinity, and then like, oh, this is my jam as a kid yeah. since I was 10. And then we moved back to Los Angeles, well, the first time we moved to L.A. from Santa Barbara, and I was a teenager. And then so, I, you know, my teenage years were mostly spent out here. But then uh, in my early 20s, I moved to New York on my own. So I always feel like a New Yorker because everybody would yeah. say, oh, you, you're from New York, aren't you? You're yeah. from New York. And I go, yeah. And they go, yeah, I knew it. You know, <laughs> so I just stopped. I gave up trying to say, well, I'm actually born and raised. Like, everyone thinks I'm from New York. I feel like I'm from New York. I'm partially raised in New York. I call myself a New Yorker.
1: And do you? What was it like then walking around wearing your red, white, and blue a few weeks ago?
0: Well, that's what I wanted to do. It you know, your idea was that. Oh, that was my idea. That was totally my idea. So I had this idea, you know, about a a week or so before I, I filmed it. And I was like, I just want to do this social experiment. And then, you know, I got I got pulled into New York for some interviews and stuff. I was going to go to New York. I had a meet and greet there at the Trump Towers. It was mm-hmm. awesome. You know, I, I went to New York for some stuff, did some work and interviews. And I pitched it to my publicist, Rick. He's one of my best friends. Oh, and yeah. he was like, you know what? What if we pitched it to Fox? Gave them yeah. an exclusive. Because I was about to hit, like, publish. Because I shot 10 hours of footage. And I had already edited you know, quite a bit of it. Right. And then he's like, "No, I want to put it on Fox and Friends. Like, what if we pitch it?" And I was like, "Oh shoot, okay, yeah. let me go shoot some more footage." So we did over ten hours, mm-hmm. and I edited that myself, which is why there's some spelling errors. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is gonna be on Fox, my YouTube video." And so I was like, "There," and they have deadlines. They were like calling, you know, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, so we need the tape by like two p.m." I'm yep. like, "Oh shoot, I have to shoot yep. more footage just to like, I really wanted to get the meatiest, juiciest parts." And I said from the beginning, whatever the story is, either... I get lots of hate or I get lots of love right. I, I'm not trying to twist it I'm yeah. trying to show what really truly happens right. and it was really cool I think it's cool if you haven't seen it you know go to joyvilla.com it's up there on my website
1: and it's a takeoff of when the woman like a few
0: years ago walked through yeah Actually, 10 a friend, women 10 hours walking through New York City as a woman so right. I take 10 hours walking through New York City as a woman Trump supporter so you should watch the 10 hours walking through New York as a New York
1: Jets fan that was a good parody <laughs> I
0: have insane. that was
1: that. done a comedian friend of mine did that oh that's hilarious now With the relationship with, like, you know, like, Fox and and Neil Mm -hmm. and everyone, was there ever, like, interest or, like, being inquired about going on, like, CNN or even MSNBC? Or was it not really an interest? It's
0: funny because I I had some of the other, you know, as we say, mainstream media uh, people. I was on KTLA uh, for Los Angeles. And um, I had some people reach out, Los Angeles Times, you know, and I really, me and my publicist, my team, looked at, like, who's going to paint this and slant this as a negative angle? Right. Because that's not what this is about. Right. And I was I was already getting some doubters who were like, oh, she's not really a Trump supporter. Or, this is a joke. Sure. Or, you know, so I'm like, people are going to say what they want. It's not my problem to interpret what they think it is. But it is my responsibility to make sure that the message stays true to what the yeah. message is meant to be. And, I, and we just thought, no, those guys are going to slander, yeah. you know. So we said, no, let's just do the people that are showing. Showing us love, we're going to show love to the president, to us, to me, and uh, and it worked, you know. So I, I'm basically I'm only taking interviews with people who are like willing to hear my side. Nice. I don't want. I'm not trying to be like you know. Let's get into a discussion and get all super political about things. No, I'm an artist, you I know. We're
1: referring to me, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Interviews with, I'm it, just kidding. with Evan. Okay, no, no, you. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you're on the selected list. Uh. <laughs> all right, hope you guys are enjoying my chat with Joy Villa. Uh, Before we get back to her, I do want to talk to you guys about Patreon.com. Patreon is a website where supporters like you can help out creators like me and support what I'm doing on a recurring basis. If you go to Patreon.com slash FunnyEvan, uh, you will see where this podcast came from, where it wants to go, and just how much your support would mean to expanding this podcast so I can track down... Other Joy Villas on my Facebook friend list, or uh, other well-known people around the world. Um, you have also, if you guys, even for as little as a dollar a month, you will get access to my patron-only updates and inside information. Um, there's three dollars a month. Uh, I will also give you an Awkward with Army certificate. You can join my Awkward Army uh, for five dollars a month. I will sh- I will throw your way. I will mail. To you and Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. It's a great thing to stick on the back of your smartphone. Not have to carry a big cumbersome wallet. Just throw a couple cards behind your phone, and you're set. Um, I also a lot of, offer a lot of other reward tiers, such as if you want a consultation from me, uh, do you want to be a producer of the show? Do you want title sponsorship of this podcast? I offer a unique uh, benefit with that. Um, so you know, again, everything counts. Everything's appreciated. Um, but it's been great to be talking to Joy. So let's get back to my talk with Joy Villa. So now the whole, the album that took off was I Am The Static, right? I make The I Static. Make, I make The Static. But I became The Static. You became The Static. You will always be The Static. <laughs> Thank now, you. obviously the sales were a big part of it, but yeah. like, who are your musical influences and like what went into making that album? Because I don't mm. know if maybe we're asking you just like, What's the album about, yeah, where were you that where these ideas came to you? Like- That's a
0: great question, well, you know. Basically, I, I was raised listening to rock and roll, 80s, yeah. 90s rock and roll. Um, listened to a lot of different stuff. I listened to the Supremes as well. I have the Motown side from my mom, who's black and Native American, Choctaw. Cool. And my dad's Italian. Whoa. So this, like, mix of cultures. And my mom loved Motown. And my dad loved rock and roll. You know, Led Zeppelin and, you know, um, Boston and, like, all these, like. And I, I'm Bob Dylan is my favorite songwriter. Yeah. And um, I just love what he's been doing his whole career. And I just, I, I grew up with this mix. So I listened to everything from Nirvana to Blondie. And I think that just came out. I wasn't trying to make a certain style. I uh, was just I said I wanted to do something that reflected my roots and also songs I want to hear, songs that have been rattling around. I wrote them all myself. Yeah. I'm a songwriter since I was 8 years old. Wow. So some of those songs were rattling around for years and some of them I had been performing live for years. I just hadn't gone in the studio. Wow. And so I just said, "Let me throw an EP together, a little CD with uh, you know, what I'm feeling and, mm-hmm. and what I'm what I want to say to the world." And I'm really glad it's taken off. A lot of people like the music. And what did the remix album? What is? How did you kind of tweak those? So yeah. So then a couple years ago, I had a contest. I said I want to do a contest for send me your remixes, and I released the uh, just the audios of my vocals singing the songs. Mm-hmm. And I think they're still up on my SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I said I said remix it, send it to me for a chance to win a spawn the album. And I had a couple of amazing DJs, you know, very little known because I wanted just raw talent, didn't have to be known. And they just remixed my stuff. Stuff. And it was incredible. So they won the contest. They won a chance to be on my album, oh, wow. and that's what it is. It's nine remix tracks, and one of them is the Kenny mind Sexy Remix, okay, which I adore. Search that, guys. Yes, and it's all on iTunes, the remix album, and I'm releasing music videos for each remix song as well. So yeah, it's really cool. I like it. It's very clubby. It's very you know EDM, electronica. I call it workout music. Dance music, sweat music. <laughs> <laughs> and when was
1: We Are the Champions recorded? Because I know that yeah. was the live thing that came out
0: recently. That's right. Yeah. So that was done live. Yeah. That was actually in November. That okay. was a concert I gave, a performance at a graduation night. And I sang that and it was with Bo Jared, a guitarist, and I had that filmed and cut. And then it was just a perfect time to just do it right after the Grammys. Yeah, You know, I actually had that, like, kind of held back. And I was like, oh, I'm going to release this video. And I just didn't have time to do it. And I said, this is the moment. And a lot of people understood it all. as conservatives and Trump fans. Like, we are the champions. And I was like, (laughs) whoa, how timely is this? And so I, you know, and also put it out as a single for people to buy because a lot of people asked for it. The YouTube has something like, I don't know, 50 – Oh no! One hundred and thirty-five thousand views. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow!
1: Um, I guess that the first thing I've never spoken about this on my podcast. Yeah. I figured I would talk about this with you. Yeah. Because I've I've seen one of the details that, that came out about you. Mm-hmm. You're a Scientologist. I am. And whenever people get interviewed, I feel like when I see celebrity interviews about with Scientologists, mm-hmm. they're originating from a place of like. Either they're coming from misinformation mm-hmm. or they're trying to take you to misinformation. Totally. So being a Scientologist as well, guess what? We're doing this interview inside like one of the Scientology churches. Like, mm-hmm, why not?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: making it rain.
0: <laughs> making uh, it rain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I feel like for people who want to know what it is, I'll say just like go to the website and check it out.
0: Yeah, Scientology.org.
1: Yes. How how when did it click for you? Well I was that, raised Christian. Right. I mean I'm still I'm Jewish. I consider myself That's a awesome. Scientology Jew.
0: Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Simon, I love yeah. that. I'm a Chris. Scientologist? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a Christian. I was raised Christian, and my dad was a pastor, and yeah. he passed away. I say was, you know, but right. he was a pastor till the day he died, ordained minister. So I was raised knowing I'm a spiritual being, spirit with the body, right. life goes on after this life, you right. know, and I thought everybody knew that, that there's a God and that we are meant for bigger things. Right. And uh, there were certain things in life that were not as workable. Like I had problems with finance a lot, I had problems with dealing with negative people, um, mm-hmm. things in my Career would just go up and down, with roller coaster. Sure, and I was, I, you know, I, I did, I did some, I tried drugs, I, I drank, I partied, at a fake ID, and it was a hard, fast yeah. living. When I when we moved to Los Angeles, sure, and I was really looking for the answers. And I remember one night just praying to God, like, please, just where are the people <laughs> like me? Like, where are the people who are also looking for the answers? Yeah. You know, not just like, hey, Joy, let's party Oh my God, I got a bottle of liquor for you. But, <laughs> like, no, I'm trying to sleep. So, <laughs> so you know, I did a fashion show at Celebrity Center here in Hollywood yeah and uh, modeled in the fashion show and I met the staff there and I met other Scientologists there and they were like you know I got a tour and I was like what this gorgeous building it's a big castle I said this is Scientology and it was just answers to the questions I'd had all my life and it was tools on how to increase my finances how to increase my relations with people communication tools classes like a spiritual college and that stuff just it absolutely changed my life and so I've I've been a Scientologist for for six years and cool. i love it and i'm a christian i'm a scientologist it doesn't interfere with my my faith-based religion yeah. you know believing in jesus christ and it just ba- makes me a better person overall and the humanitarian programs i use mm-hmm. because a big thing that i am about is like helping other people yeah. and with ethics and get off drugs and all these different tools that i realized a lot of people in scientologists like they're all humanitarians right like there's humanitarian effort so i've aligned myself with that and one of the books i really adore is the way to happiness and yeah. i'm just i'm taking that to everyone i can because it's saved lives and it's really helped me. So my life just went from like, you know, it's good, but I'm struggling to I am stable and I'm doing really, really well.
1: Was there ever an example of like you did something and then immediately like you did something in Scientology and immediately something in the physical universe? Like, for example, mm. the, the story with like John Travolta he did a, an administrative like an admin scale
0: mm. and then he got
1: Pulp Fiction. Oh, my gosh. So there there are examples like those. I mean, I was walking from my car after taking my first course, and all of a sudden it's a call from the first of what would end up being like hundreds and thousands of colleges that I've done, all when I was on my first course. Was there any like an example that you you were doing something or... Yeah, yeah.
0: You? I mean, basically, you know, I have a me to Scientologist video out on Scientology that That's right. You have and it's a on Meet YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I think it's got over 15,000 views. Right. And they and a crew from the church followed me and interviewed me and you show you know shows me with my band performing and this is before the Grammys, like right. before this year's Grammys. Right. And I was just, I've always been doing my thing and I can tell you like communication with other people has increased incredibly. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I did a course called Overcoming Ups and Downs in Life which is exactly what it talks about, yeah. overcoming the <laughs> ups and downs in life. That roller coaster I ha- I was on before, it just ended after I got this data on really you know, negative people and how to get them out of your life. I didn't know that. I didn't know the people who were doing drugs and like, oh, let's go party, Joy. Like I thought, oh yeah, they're cool, they're my friends. No, there was a lot of them that were actually out to harm me. And once I was able to handle them with communication and able to really put my energy towards bettering myself, and then I was able to help other people, my life just skyrocketed. That course changed my life. It was like a bulletproof vest.
1: Yeah, my brother-in-law who works at Celebrity Center, he said, like, when you shine a lot of light, you attract a lot of mosquitoes.
0: That's so so true. You know, we need tools in this universe to help us, especially as artists. So one of my big things is I love helping other artists. I do an artist series. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm just all about helping other people. And it's really not hard when you just know the tricks of the universe and when you, you know, you just keep going. You don't give up. Yeah. And, the, and it's just tools for handling life. That's what I've, that's what I've really gained from Scientology. Very, very nice. Yeah. Um,
1: other, other uh, few things before I let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I were to become a vegan, what would you recommend as protein sources? Because that's what I
0: always. I know it's no animal products. That's right. So I've been a vegan for twelve years. Yeah, and I love it. And no animal products at all. So no dairy, no meat. Um, what you do is you. I, I definitely recommend fats. Most people don't get enough fats in their diet. Most right. people don't know I'm. A, I'm actually a certified nutritionist as well. Uh, I'm personal sorry, trainer. You're a
1: nutritionist, you personal
0: trainer. Yeah, I do all Indian. this stuff. I love health. I yeah, love taking care of the body. Writer. I have my, um, my other business, uh, fitandsexylife.com. Nice. And, um, but basically, vegan proteins come from, like, you have beans and rice. Black beans and brown rice is one of my favorite meals. It's mm-hmm. filling. Uh, green peas have a lot of protein. A lot of green vegetables, like broccoli, actually, has about five pro- uh, grams of protein per cup. So that's going to fill you up. Now, you're going to want to get a lot of fats, coconut butter, coconut oil, um, olive oil. The more fats you have, the better you will be. It's not just about cutting carbs, but it's about increasing fats if you're going to cut carbs, okay. and you don't want to eat too many carbs. But for it's not just about protein as well. You have right. to eat a well-rounded diet. Minerals. I mean, you don't go around. I don't go around asking meat eaters, do you get enough vitamin C? <laughs> you know, but for some reason, like meat eaters love to say, do you get enough protein? There's protein in a lot of stuff, but there's like the plant beans. proteins now, and there's like. Oh, totally. Protein green pea and, protein is yeah. in, like, you can get a lot of things. Like, I have protein chips made with green peas. Nice. Um, you can, I'll uh, finish
1: those if you don't want
0: to. <laughs> They're amazing. Okay. And also uh, nuts and seeds have a lot of protein, a lot of minerals, a lot of vitamins in them. And green beans, you can't, you know, you can't uh, go wrong with your green veggies. Okay. Yeah, Very nice. So Try but, it out. Before, Go Meatless Monday. Yes.
1: I dare you. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and so on. Um, since it is a, a socially awkward podcast, since it's a random, uh, I a lot of these are like first ever uh, <laughs> discussions with Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. So i like to open it up to you. Do you have any questions for me as your oh. Facebook friend and someone? This is our first real conversation that we've know. ever had. I know.
0: I, I consider us more than just Facebook friends. Since I know, I know because your wife, we're, I've we're, I've seen you around. We go to the same church, you know? Yes. <laughs> like I mean, but we haven't really had such an in-depth conversation. That's true. No. I would say, um how old are you? Thirty-eight. Whoa. You guys can I would have said thirty seven and a half oh crap no I'm just kidding okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always said like 28 really? <laughs> yeah, yeah totally totally you know, it's I yeah. mean
1: I, I hang around people yeah. like half my age now at colleges so I can it's like I hate being that's your crew yeah, it's yeah. my crew I, yeah. I don't mind entertaining that's my humor I so. love it and you yeah. tour all the colleges I want to ask you wait states, yeah. I want to ask you are you conservative I did not vote for Trump. Okay. I did not vote for Hillary. Oh. And I was like, I was voting more for like, we need to like not just have two political parties Mm. because it's always like one person's- versus right. One person's- you know, putting the fire hose on the other party, and the mm-hmm. other parties putting the fire hose on the other party, mm-hmm. and all that that's does is true. just create a big pile of BS in the middle. Yeah. And if maybe there was a third fire hose or a fourth one, or, and so that's why I was—I always go like, mm-hmm. I went libertarian. I feel like that's where I'm kind of at. Oh, cool! But that's—I cool. mean, it was kind of cool to like be up late enough to see like Trump give his acceptance speech, and oh, almost yeah. like be so tired to where actually the, the speech almost. Came, came off especially genuine
0: because he's like, oh it was very tough. It was, I was like crying, actually. Yeah, it, it, I was so. It was rough. It, yeah. It was incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. um Cool. So, yeah, those are all the questions I have for you for no, now. that's, that's, that's fine. It's that's fine. I'm going
1: to circle through the other 4,000 Facebook friends. I'll get back to you in like 2032, that's and we'll, we'll awesome. do a follow up.
0: All, are you um, interviewing
1: all your Facebook friends? One by one. That's the premise.
0: Oh, my God. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: you're episode 40. So uh, I got a lot to go. 40. Yep.
0: You better get to interview them, boy. Uh, I got to interview all of them. Whew. Cool.
1: Tell me tell me your links one more
0: time for everyone. You can find me at joyvilla.com. My music is on iTunes and Amazon. And you can go to joy, at joy at underscore villa on Twitter, joyvilla on tour on Facebook, and at joyvilla on Instagram.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Joe. We're making this the number one episode of all time. We better. Socially Awkward History. You
0: guys better share this and promote it, all my Trump fans and all my hashtag joy tribe. Let's do it. <laughs> joy to the world,
1: guys. That's right. All right. Joy Villa, thanks for being on Socially Awkward. All right, guys. That was my talk with Joy Villa. Thank you to her so much for making the time. Uh, definitely check out all her links. Check out her music. Uh, go to her events. Uh, she is good people. Now, if you guys liked what I did just there, please support the podcast um, by just writing a five-star review on iTunes to make it more visible uh, within the iTunes store. Uh, Also, if you want, patreon.com slash funnyevan. And for old episodes, awkwardwithevan.com, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, please, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. It can be anyone. If you're my Facebook friend, there's a chance you'll pop up on this podcast. Before Joy, my guest was someone who randomly added me on Facebook. Now, rather than ignoring this person, I confirmed the request. I contacted the person. I interviewed them. So that was a random stranger end of the spectrum. And this was someone I knew who is very well known now end of the spectrum. So... You never know what you're going to get on this podcast. It's always fun. It's always random. And sometimes it is severely awkward. So thank you guys for checking this out. And we'll see you next time. Stay awkward.
0: Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.